0: Hello and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. One of the most difficult seasons that we can be in is a season of waiting. Waiting for an answer to prayer or waiting for guidance in regards to our careers or families. Each one of us has probably experienced this before. Today, our campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster discuss what do we do when we are in a season of waiting, and how do we prepare ourselves for what God has in store as we wait. I found this session to be very insightful, and I hope that you do too. Let's go ahead and pass it along to Dave and Chuck. Good morning, Chuck. Dave!
1: How's it going? Man, it is going awesome. We are in such a great season. I know we talked about it a while back, but the sports thing, I know you're excited to watch your Houston Astros, not so much last night. Oh my goodness. The the series will probably be over by the time this airs next week. I had to turn it off. Philly in five. No. Maybe six. Like I
2: think six. I think they're going to come back tonight. I think they're going to win the next two. Houston's going to win the next two.
1: I would bet you, but we just had this big thing on gambling, and so we can't. Well, but, maybe, uh,
2: maybe you'll have to wear an Astros hat or something for me.
1: Ooh. That hurts as a Ranger fan. That would be well, difficult. You know, it hurts already to be a Ranger fan, but well, dude, yeah. to have that's to do piling that. piling on, isn't it, a little bit? <laughs> yeah, my son said, Dad, how bad is it when I'm rooting for Bryce Harper? Bad and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty he bad. Not, he
2: might need to repent.
1: But uh, anyway, it's a good series. And then the college football rankings came out today. Are you excited as a Clemson guy about the rankings, you know, or did they? You feel? <sighs> do you feel uh, cheated? Cheated. We're number four. I, well, I did not know if you want to be. You know, some people are like, oh, gift, we should be number three. They gifted us. Somebody I mean, said that a And M should be top ten. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody's
2: <laughs> nobody's saying that. Well, uh, um, a couple months ago, I know of a certain. Uh, Member of staff that would have been saying that, but sure. uh, it's been a rough, been a rough go been for, a little for, rough for, for the Texas Jimbo. teams, a little rough yep. for
1: both Texas teams. And I heard
2: Sark maybe interviewing for Auburn.
1: Is that right? I didn't That's, hear that. I saw that in on I do, I do the like, like the sphere. article that had the Jimbo Fisher buyout of $85 million to not be the coach anymore, 25% paid upon the firing. I was like, man, we could eradicate homelessness and. Poverty with the money they print at colleges. You Could know? that be
2: amazing to be paid? Hey, we're paying you $85 million to not show up. We didn't, isn't that cool? I mean, you think about the Mets still pay Bobby Bonilla.
1: Yeah, I saw that till, uh, like two thousand thirty-three years. Jesus like comes that. back, yeah. I
2: think. Yeah, man, that's that's incredible. Man. Well, I think it's three
1: years after Jesus comes back.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's that's all the interest that's still owed him, I guess. You know, but uh, yeah, it's been kind of an interesting week. You know, yeah, I'm super excited. Clemson's number four. I don't know that we deserve it, but we can debate that and and forever <laughs>
1: on our sports cat, our sports podcast. Yes, yeah, later on. So. Uh, Write in and say we you want us to talk about sports?
2: Yeah, we probably don't need to be talking about
1: sports. Now it's probably time to talk about Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> the Sunday school answer.
2: Yes, yes, which I think is something along the lines of uh, waiting on God.
1: Yeah. So a lot Season of times of we we <laughs> hear people talk about seasons of waiting. What do you think about waiting? And and uh, would you guys talk about that sometime? Or and I think all of us experience. Waiting on the Lord, so to speak. All of us have those seasons where uh, even the psalmist sometimes is like, Where are you, God? You know, or I've been here in this cave, or I've been in this pit, or I've been in this yeah. for, for a time and I'm waiting on you, Lord. And so when you have those times of waiting, is there any personal stories you have about waiting on the Lord to, to answer a, a prayer? Or? Well, of course, but I, you know, I described
2: a little bit to the, 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 the great theologian Tom Petty. I'm Petty. Who says that the waiting is the hardest part? Is that in a song? That is in a song. What song is it? The Waiting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know like two songs. I'm free. What Fallin'. song is that? Free, free Fallen. And yeah. then I know uh, Won't Back Down. Won't Back Down. That's the Florida song. They sing oh, that and in the one from Silence of the Lambs, um, American Girl.
2: Oh, yeah. Good one. She's singing it right
1: before she gets kidnapped, the yeah. girl in the Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, the well. That's that's a redeeming show. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> Who would have thought you'd have heard that on a Christian podcast? Yes, we go from yes. football to baseball to Tom Petty. Uh, Tom Petty to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Well, you know, it is the hard.
2: Your waiting is hard. You know, it's tough because we live in such a micro I call the microwave generation. We want things now. Yeah. We want things to happen fast for us. We 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 like quick results. Um the problem is is that the good things in life oftentimes require a waiting time
1: yeah for sure let let me ask you a question. this ages us both but we're we're similar in age um do you remember life before microwave yes i do too because i remember we we didn't have a lot of money when i was a kid And we were the last people to get a microwave, and I was so excited about getting a microwave. And then, like, I remember when my kids were smaller. One of them, I think it was, I think it was my son Caleb said, "Do we have anything faster than the microwave?" <laughs> Which goes to what you're saying is yeah. everything's so quick. Television shows, you know, are 18 minutes now because 12 minutes of its commercials and and uh, you know all of those you know all those things. Everything seems so. Everybody has yep. a hard time with with waiting. We want it now. And it's so funny, it's like the old adage, you know, I'm Lord give me patience, but give it to me now, you know, praying for praying for patience in that way. And that's sort of what a lot of people think when it's when it's time waiting on the Lord. But what they miss so much is how God is molding and making us during that time of whatever we're waiting on. You know, if we're praying for a specific ministry opportunity or something, for instance, sometimes God is readying our heart for the blessings we will receive, or possibly we're not quite ready yet. You know, maybe we're God's keeping us from getting into too much battle and not enough armor sometimes, you know, because I remember signing up for a bunch of mission trips, and they didn't happen. And I was like, what is happening? And then I— it, After a time of discipleship and growing, I realized I wasn't prepared for that mission trip until God opened the door.
2: Yeah, I wanted to be a head baseball coach at 25. Yeah? That is, looking back, was the absolute stupidest. Is that a word? Stupidest? Well, we're going to go with it. This thing to even think now at my age, like at 25, there was no way that I was ready. No way. I'm not even sure I was ready at 32 when it happened. And so, you know, we, we want we want success. We want a sense of ownership way before a lot of times we're ready for things. And so God knows. Um, sometimes he gives it to us and watches us fall flat on our face. Sure. We need that.
1: What do you um, think about when, you know— Israel cried for a king. We want a king. I'll be your king. Just wait. No, no, no. no, no we, we need want. a king, an earthly king. We want one now. We want Saul. And uh, so they, he's the biggest, baddest dude in the land. And then what does it say before his Naga? He's hiding. He's hiding. Right. And, and God said, you know what? I'm going to give you exactly what you're asking for. And of course, we know what happened. Succession in that story.
2: of kings. It just failed and failed and failed. We had David who was great. But failed in a lot of ways, you know, and so when we step outside and we get go ahead of God, get ahead of what God wants in our life, we 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 struggle. We struggle. We talked about that a little bit in man church this morning. We 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 as men have a fighting spirit. And so we jump out and we, we we're quick to react. We're impulsive. And and so we we have a hard time. Waiting on God because we want to jump out there and do it and right. and make something happen and and only to suffer the consequences of our of our impatience right. and and lack of willingness to wait on what God has something better for us. Um, well, we get in so, our
1: lives. We get so busy wanting to do and to get ahead of God. We don't realize sometimes we're getting ahead of God, and when God's just saying what's Psalm 46, you know, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. But he's saying, be still. And he gave, you know, silly analogy all the time. He gave us two ears and one mouth. So we should be listening twice as much and we're talking. And it reminds me of being first married and my wife would come home and and she would begin to talk about maybe a struggle that she had at work. And before she even got the struggle out, I'm ready to solve the problem for her. Well, here's what you need to do. You know, and it's not like she didn't know what she needed to do. She just needed somebody to talk to, just somebody to listen. And and so sometimes it's that way with God. We, you know, we spend how much of our time in prayer are we actually listening to God, opening God's word, reading God's word, letting, meditating on that, thinking about what it means, allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to us through God's word. We're so busy reading it and then interpreting ourselves, then telling God what we think we need And then we start praying. We're not supposed to pray in order to get God on our agenda. We're supposed to be praying in order for us to be on God's agenda. Even, even you know, sometimes we're not just waiting on a ministry, but sometimes we're going through a rough patch. You know, Uh, we were talking about Psalm forty before this thing recorded, and he says, "I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He led me out of you know a miry." pit and goes on to talk about putting our feet on, on foundation. But there's that idea that I'm going through a rough time and I don't want to be anymore. You know, I'm ready. Okay, God, I, I don't want to go through this rough time anymore. Take me to the end of it. But sometimes God is sharpness us in those times in order to equip us and use us in ways to make much of him later.
2: Right. I, I remember going through our time and I've spoken about it a little bit with Derek and, not seeing an end Derek's in sight. Your son, right? Yeah, Derek, yeah. my son. Thank you. Uh, not seeing an end in sight, you know, out of this, this felt like a, the miry pit that we yeah. were. But all along that way, all along that pit, God was grooming and guiding and teaching and building us up, creating immunities within us, uh, making us stronger. As we worked, as as we got out of that, as Derek made some amazing steps in his life and worked through that, we look back on that and go, "Man, we're thankful for the for the the miry pit because we learned so much in that yeah. season. That had God had we God taken us through it quickly, or we or it ended in a sh- very short season." Yeah we wouldn't have learned as much and we wouldn't have been able to minister in a lot of ways to others. And, and the resilience that Derek now has in his own life, the resilience we have as parents and be able to speak into lives, the, of, of parents who are walking through that God knew what he was doing in the process. But had he taken us from a to B so fast, um, all those ministry opportunities that now happen couldn't wouldn't happen because I have no experience, but having lived in that miry pit lived in that. Yeah. We got to see God do some amazing things. So thankful for the pit, thankful for the waiting period of God. We were like, where are you? Where are you? And he was there. He's just teaching.
1: What's the verse? Surely God was in that place all along, you know, and it's sort of the same, you know, I know when I was first getting sober, clean and sober and uh I couldn't participate in in things obviously anymore with a lot of friends and I remember um battling you know the 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 want to 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 use or to drink and being in a parking lot of a of, of a bar and I'm sitting there cuz I know my friends are inside and I'm listening to a Rich Mullins CD over and over again to where well back then it was you ages. are showing your at, age i am it was even before CD. i actually had a a a cassette of rich mullins um the hold me jesus is that jesus the ra- is that
2: the ragamuffin
1: yeah tapes? rich mullins and uh, you know he was killed in a car wreck yeah. at a really young age yeah and uh anyway i was listening to that and i remember holding on to you know, the steering wheel of my vehicle so tight because I wanted to go in to drink and I remember going, just take, you know, take it away. And God eventually took my craving for that away much quicker than it happens with a lot of people, which I'm thankful for. But I really, if he had taken it away, I might not have learned dependence. That's what I learned in my waiting time of that was was trying to be dependent upon God. And sometimes God wants us to see, okay, do you realize it's me that's giving you those things? It's not you. Because I think sometimes when we get something too quick, whether it's a large ministry or whether it's getting over something or whether it's easiness with kids growing up or whatever it is, if we lose sight of the fact that all those things are from God, God sometimes will allow things for... To happen in our life to cause us to go, oh, this was, this was God doing it all along. I just need to get out of the way and just wait for Him because timing is different to God than, than it is to us. You know, He says, you know, what is it? One day is like a thousand years mm. and a thousand years is like a day. We measure the calendar and the clock. God does not. And so it's more about the person that I'm becoming rather than the person I am right now.
2: Yeah, I love uh, Isaiah 40, 30, 40 31. You know, it's a pretty common verse about, about waiting. It's the those that uh, wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Uh, they will mount up with ing, with wings, wings like, like eagles, yeah. and they will run and not grow weary. Uh, you know, just the the I think the waiting. If we have a an attitude that says I'm willing to wait on what God wants, man, that takes the that takes the pressure off. Yeah, that that gives you that gives you rest. You know, when you can when you can wait, you can rest. Right. And that, you know, the greatest renewal of our energy is rest. Right. We talked we've talked about rest before and waiting provides that. So, I think 40 so Isaiah 4031 talks about that. Like if you will wait on the Lord and trust in him and rest in that, right. he's going to renew your strength right. and he's going to well, give you the says. ability to to do great things. Yeah.
1: God wants to do God-sized things with us. But the thing is, the reason we're spiritually tired or spiritually weary is because, you know, you think about flying with an eagle, you know, eagle's strong and he can fly. We're flapping our wings trying to fly and we can't. And he's like, hold on and God will restore you. God will bring you up. Mm. We get weary because we're, you know, running so hard in vain. When alls we have to do, again, alls I have to do, it seems like it's the simplest thing. It's an oxymoron, right? Should be the simplest, but there's a lot. You know, when it talks about being still, it doesn't mean you're not doing anything. No, I when when it says be still and know that I'm God, he, what he's saying is be still because you're listening, you're praying, you're meditating, you're just waiting for God to 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 light that path for you.
2: Yeah, that's your heart at rest. Yeah, knowing and trusting in what God's going to do and what he can do. And if he's not going to do it, that's okay because he's got something even better for you in mind. So I think that's,
1: you know, yeah, really- I even remember um, going through a time when I was trying to figure when I came here to mission city, I had been going through a little bit of a time um, struggling in some different areas, having to work a couple different jobs and really, really mm. struggling. Mm-hmm. And, um, trying to be faithful and I remember going my am I, am I am i done in ministry do I need to go down a different and just serve you in the secular world you know which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that you were a part of that uh, you know world before you came on staff you you know you were a coach and and especially the last couple of years you talked about how you were Becoming stronger follower of Christ and really using that platform to to make much of Jesus much more later in your career than than earlier right. as we all do you know because you were growing and and becoming yeah. wiser and so forth and and there's nothing wrong with it I'm not saying that but for me, I knew that there was a calling to full- time mm-hmm. ministry, and so there was just this time of waiting and then it came with hey, we have this and it just it just clicked and came into place and once that happens it's like how did I doubt her? why did I even, you know, and it's just a, and I, I could tell that story. I, I was a youth minister. and I remember going, uh, we took the youth skiing, and I was reading The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer along with reading through the Psalms in my Bible. And I remember being at the ski deal going, okay, I'm I'm ready to go preach, Lord. And he went, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. And I, remember, I look back on it now like you were talking about getting ahead. Of you. I wasn't ready to go pastor at that time. And you know why I wasn't ready to go pastor is because, I hadn't learned to depend on God. I hadn't learned to allow Him to lead me. Yeah. I was taking sort of some credit in my mind and in my heart for things that God had actually done. I was like, okay, now I'm ready to to go out here. And he's Look like, Look at me. No, you're not really you're not really ready to do that. So
2: Yeah, I remember going through that period of waiting when, you know, when I knew I was gonna retire. I had no idea that this is what I was gonna do. You know, I was and I was interviewing for jobs, looking for jobs, searching for jobs, got a lot of no's, you know, no ants like like I remember I applied at, this is the audacity that I had. I applied at Valero.
1: The gas station?
2: No, the the corporation. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it gas station, yeah. Uh, and normally you hear back within like you know, 48, 72 hours, it was like 12 hours. It was like, I'm sorry, you're not qualified. <laughs> it was like hilarity. I mean.
1: Well, you know, you know why I said gas station? Because when I was looking, when I was trying to figure out, when I was church planting and we were, the, after COVID and you everything. you a convenience store? I filled out applications to Circle K. <laughs> Because I, yeah, wa- I wanted I mean. to do the night shifts so that I could be there when my kids went to bed so that they didn't see me leave. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to be, yeah. you know, I wanted them to see, I wanted to have dinner with them. And so I was like, can I work the 11 o'clock? And no, you're not ready. You know, or what? And then I even, Home Depot, I Wait, went to Home Depot, to I went be a to Circle K Kroger and HB to, to, to try and be a stalker. And they're like, not stalker, stalker. <laughs> I'm saying, and, uh <laughs> That job was open, stalker, but stalker <laughs> was. But I was like, I was going to be a stalker, which was funny because I was really bad out of shape then. You think I'm out of shape now, but I was really bad then. I couldn't have done that job. I'd have been dead in 48 hours, probably, you know? But I kept going, why? You know, I'm applying for all these jobs and. I'm getting no's at, you know, jobs that they're like begging you on the wall. We need late night shift. I was like, oh, great for the application. But Thank you for you. your interest, but. <laughs> but not you. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's weird.
2: <laughs> well, that was me. I mean, that's like, I, and I think it's because God was moving the chess pieces. And I thought, well, you know, I'll, I want to do ministry, but I'll, I'll go do sales or right. whatever it is. And. On my, I'll have a little more flexibility in my schedule because coaching takes. I mean, it's eighty hours a yeah. week, and especially eight, maybe ninety, and during playoffs. And so you're you're working long hours, yeah. and so I'll, I'll, I'll have something a little more control of my schedule. But God knows me and knows that I don't take very good control of my schedule. Well, and he probably wired. Wouldn't. He
1: wired you a certain. He way.
2: did, and uh, so everything slammed in my face. And I think it was because God. Had a pos- had a position for me. Yeah. It was just he just you- didn't want me to get out ahead of it Yeah, and do something different. And now y- it's a mess once, yeah. you know, you start something and now
1: you're... Well, and, and you got to think about it too. Like when I was saying, oh, I'm ready to go pastor. It's not just about you. You're going to be the shepherd to a group of people, whether it's a thousand people, whether mm-hmm. it's 500 people, whether it's 50 people. They have value to God too. And it's not, you have to take that into, into consideration too. You are saying, okay, I'm ready to go lead these people. Are you really? You know, you need to make sure that you're dependent up on God to lead those people. They need to hear a fresh word from God, not a fresh word from you. You know, kind of a deal. And so He had to prepare me for those people too, because again, they're, they they matter as well. And so there's a seasoning that we all need yeah. to go through, and and God does come through in His time. It's just always in His time, and and sometimes the answer is. Yes. Sometimes the answer is maybe later. And sometimes that answer is no, because he has something better for you, for your family and those around you. And so, you know, as you're waiting on God, know that he loves you, know that he's been there for you and that take that advantage before you get ahead of yourself to really yeah. learn to trust in God.
2: Spend time in prayer, spend time in his word in the waiting and God will prepare that for Place for you that he's got you, where he's going to send you,
1: and get with your people, yeah, to pray with you too, and and grow in that accountability, and grow in that sure. with your spouse and so forth. So, right. man, great, great to talk with you about this this week. I love,
2: I love this topic because yeah. it is a, it is something that is hard for us to do. Sure, and uh, I think it's it's uh, it's a great way to kind of flesh all that out and yeah. talk through that. So. Dave, it's been great Yeah, hanging hanging with you this morning. It's great to see you guys. Look forward to next week.
0: Love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City podcast. If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.